have a fellowship meal, so you're invited to stay around. It's a Donna Maria, always good stuff. We love them. Um, so hope you're hungry. Yeah, stay around. Um, little announcement here that um, we don't have Sunday uh, classes for fifth through seventh graders right now, but we will start them again on September 24th. Um, so there, yeah, there you go. Uh, our regular Wednesday activities taking place this week. Uh, we have Touchpoint uh, with Pastor Stephen Joyce. That's online. It's at 9 a.m. Uh, although this week it says we have no 6 p.m. activities until October 4th. Uh, it also says we're looking for someone to work with elementary kids on Wednesday nights for activities and teaching time starting then. Um, please contact Kathy Cootley if you're interested in that. Gotta get to the other announcement here. All right, one other announcement. Um, we have, this is an extra announcement this week. It's Forge Ministry Class. Uh, this is through uh, Oak Hills Christian College. Uh, is offering a how to be a neighbor engaging with Native American people around us. Uh, it's a class led by uh, Paul Straubel. Uh, it starts, it's a four, it's four nights Four Thursday nights, it's online. Uh, it's a four-week class starting at $40. Uh, I don't have the date here, but I think it's sometime soon here in the fall. Uh, if you're interested in that, I think the announcement's online too. One other announcement here. Um, during the service on Sunday, September 3rd, we'll be having prayer for students and teachers who are beginning school. So this morning... Uh, I was thinking about the topic of hope. Uh, something that uh, me and my wife have been talking about recently, uh, uh, mostly because <laughs> if you've ever had uh, kids before, you have different seasons, don't you? You have seasons where things are steady, eddy, perfect. You, you know exactly what their schedule is. You know exactly what's going to happen. But sometimes babies will throw you for a loop and there'll be a series of days where you're up all night and there's crying and you're not sure what exactly to do right and there's little moments where you're in the middle of the night like ah why is this happening what are we going to do is there any hope right <laughs> is it going to change and we have to say yes you know she'll grow up she'll grow out of this it'll change it'll be okay but there's little moments right where we we lose that hope um so I was thinking about hope and the story that came to my mind a uh, story I hadn't thought about in a while was a story of Daniel, a uh, famous story of Daniel, Sunday school story of Daniel and the lion's den, right? Uh, and I just wanted to read the little portion here uh, when he comes out of the den. It says, uh, the king arose very early in the morning and he went in haste to the den of the lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. And he spoke, saying, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel answered the king back, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths so that they have not hurt me, because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. And the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take him up out of the den. And he was taken up of the den and out of the den and no injury whatever was found on him because he believed in his God. And I was thinking about this story this morning and, and there's some interesting odd little things here, right? You can just imagine the scene, right? You're down, 
in the darkness, the den, it's dangerous. It's, you know, the worst place you can think of. We even have a, we use that as a phrase now for the worst place you could be in, right? I'm in the den of the lions, right? I'm in the den. I'm in the darkest pit, right? Uh, and you can imagine that suddenly the light, right, this, this messenger from the Lord arrives, he's there, it's amazing, you're excited, and he says, Daniel, I'm going to shut the mouths of the lions, and, and if I were Daniel, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what, guy, it, save yourself the trouble, why don't you instead throw me down a rope, that'd be, that'd be a lot better, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't want to be in the den of the lions, that's the, that's the problem, the problem isn't that they're going to bite me, the problem is that I'm here, right? Uh, and so what I was thinking about, and maybe this is cliche sometimes, but I think it stands true, is that he, God doesn't sometimes change the situation, right? The situation for Daniel didn't change there. He was still in a den full of dangerous lions. Um, but God sometimes will, he's there, he's being there, he's doing something different. He's doing something that was changing the perspective. Um, and I think why, at least one of the reasons why this is happening here, why he doesn't just throw him down a rope and get him out, uh, is because of that conversation that next morning with the king, isn't it? Uh, and that's really the important part of this scene, is when the king comes back, the man who's responsible for putting Daniel in the lion's den, and he's going to see whether or not God was faithful, whether or not God could stand against the might and power of something evil and awful and dark, is God the kind of God who will do that, who will deliver his people? Uh, and that message, that message of faith, that message of his goodness, is what's actually important there, speaking back to the very person who put Daniel there, right? Um, and so God is often doing things, I think, like that in our lives, right? We might be, I don't know if any of you feel like you're in a, a lion's den, whether that's a small lion's den, like your baby's crying all night, or a bigger lion's den, perhaps. Um, I think uh, it stands to reason that maybe we could take a, a hint from Daniel, uh, where he spends the night not cursing the lions, he doesn't spend the night cursing the king who put him there, instead he spends the night praying, which is kind of ironic because praying is the thing that got him there in the first place, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we know the story. Um, but he does that anyway, he believes that in his God, despite the circumstances, despite that that's the very thing that put him there, he continues pushes on, he perseveres, right? Uh, and I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, and so our offering boxes are on the back here, and I'm just gonna say a prayer over our giving, but also over this idea of hope for us in this day and age. Uh, Jesus, we, <laughs> uh, we just, I hope that when we were singing those songs this morning of faith, those songs of who you are and saying that you really are the one who loves us who has your name, uh, our names written on your hands, that we truly believe that, that we know that in our hearts, that as we go into our little private lion's dens in our lives, that we would be praying to you, seeking your face, knowing that you are going to do something amazing in an imaginative way. <laughs> maybe it won't be taking the lions away, maybe we won't get out of the pit, but maybe you will just shut up those lions' mouths. Maybe you will stand before, we'll, you'll cause us to stand before the very people who put us in those places and say, my God is greater than those things. Uh, and so we pray that in your name, Jesus, we thank you. And we want to welcome Andrew Airholtz up. He's going to give us the message. I'm excited to see what this is all about, right? Aren't you? <laughs> Good morning. Glad to be here. Hello, family. Um, we're going to talk about priority pictures 
today. Um, so thankful to be here. So thankful for every part of the body of Christ. Man, I had my plan and I knew that was going to be good, but the worship and the announcements, man, uh, I talk a lot about identity and I'm not going to talk much about that today. That's, I just love hearing when Peter and Linnea talk about that. But man, that song at the end, the one who knows me best is the one who loves me most. Ugh. Tears again, you guys. Thanks for leading the worship. Um, doesn't that take a lot of pressure off that God loves me in spite of who I am? If, if you don't know me, I'm probably going to put my best foot forward and you're not going to find out about my faults because I want to look good in your eyes. And uh, I also want you to see what we're doing here today. So I was advised by my very wise wife to move that out of the way. I also got her permission, so advice and permission. Very good. All right. Well, um, again, my name is Andrew Wareholtz. I'm glad to be a part of this church family. You know that I love this church family if you get to know me. I love you. And if anything that I say or do makes you wonder, like, Andrew, that really didn't feel very loving or sound very loving. Let's talk about it. I, I, I'm, I'm my own personality. I grew up in a family that wasn't very loving, so I'm still learning. Amen, Sarah? Still learning? Okay. I'm thankfully married to a person that is completely the opposite of me. She brings balance to my life. I want to start, uh, Bailey, with... Ephesians chapter 4, um, some scriptures here, and we're going to go right from that into Romans chapter 12. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word that is eternal. We thank you that we learn from you, Lord, from the word, from the Holy Spirit, from speaking through others, Lord. We live and grow in you, and we are thankful for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse 11. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. <clears throat> Good stuff. Romans chapter 12, starting with verse 6. We all have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift of, is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So here I have a bunch of uh, empty cups here. And these cups represent things, responsibilities, that can be done. 
Um, I'm going to be talking about church stuff today, um, but Bailey, if you could put up uh, Colossians 3.23, remember this, that whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. I'll be talking about church ministry, but the stuff that you might learn from my life and my mistakes, these things will also be helpful at work, at home, and in the community, especially if you're a yes person like me. So, God has blessed us. Why are we blessed? We are blessed to be a blessing to others, right? Um, so this picture here, one of these pictures, represents me. I came into this world, uh, gave my heart to Christ at a certain time in my life, and God filled me up. Mm. Oh. Honey, I should have had you open this. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, yeah, Zach, you've got special gifts. You see this? Okay. No problem. No problem. Thank you. It takes a team, right? Right, we'll get to that. It takes a team sometimes. God filled me up. Is Anne here? Uh, okay, this is red Kool-Aid, I promise. I'll be very careful not to hit the carpet with it, okay? All right. Appreciate it, Okay, God filled me up. God filled me up with his life, with his blessings, and we agreed that we are blessed in order to be a blessing. So I'm not going to fill this all the way up because I don't want to be on Anne's bad side in case I do spill some. Um, God fills us up every day. He fills us to actually to overflowing. So let's say this is halfway through the day, okay? I've already given some. I uh, need God's recharging. But as I go throughout the day, there are things that I have to do. I'm a husband. I'm a business owner. I have people that demand things of me, okay? Um, my daughters were just like yours, Peter and Linnea, when they were younger, Okay, and it takes a lot of work. So I'm going to, you know, be a father. I'm going to pour from my life into my family, and I'm going to fill up that responsibility. Okay, that's above. That's overflowing right there, in case you can't tell. Okay, that is in a tray, and, and there's paper towels at the bottom. Okay, which you cannot see. And, and there's other things. I go to work. My employees need me. Andrew, we have a problem. So I sit down with my employees and we discuss and pray about the problem. Okay? And uh, there are other things I do. Um, I uh, play softball. And, you know, that's important to me. And I do my best. But it takes energy. Okay? And uh, I... Uh, need to spend time with my kids, on Tuesday nights, uh, we have uh, homeschool baseball because Elsie also loves to play ball. So I give, and I give, and I give. And all of these cups so far 
are overflowing. And that's a good thing, right? We want to we give our best. We want to be excellent in what we do. Uh, let's see if that verse is ready. Am I ready for that verse? Uh, is the next one Bailey's at Romans 16, 19? Nope, it's not. Never mind. We'll get to that. Okay? God wants me to, to fill things up. Okay? And it takes a lot out of me. It, it, you know, the day goes on and, and uh, emotionally, spiritually, whew, takes a lot out of me. Okay? Oh, no. That's all I've got left for my wife when I get home. Sorry, honey. Okay? That's not good. Okay? Um, and thankfully... I go to bed, I pray throughout the day, and God keeps filling me up, right? Okay? We each have a measure. We're all capable of certain things. We all have strengths and weaknesses, gifts in the body of Christ, and we need each other. We didn't even talk about Sunday, okay? Sunday, if you know me, I'm, you know, I'm here busy, okay? Um, let's go back to my wife the night before. And what do I do when I come to church? I was just reminded today, um, Andrew, you're so good at saying hi to people. So I love it. That's one of my things, saying hi to people. Um, you know, helping behind the scenes. I'm so thankful for all the people that are helping these days. But again, there's only so much. Ooh, getting close there. Oh, uh, I have to wash dishes after church. Okay. All right. Okay. I will wash dishes, you know, but I'll give my best. Um, there, I believe that God wants us to be wise in what we do. God wants us to have priorities. God wants my priorities to be his priorities. I have a lot of great ideas for this church, for this church family. Maybe you have some great ideas for 10 Strike Community Church. How about a Sunday school class? We've done that before. How about a class for adults on Wednesday nights? How about small groups in our homes? Man, that'd be great. How about baseball across the field? Is there something at the church that we are not doing or is not being done, that not being done well, that you notice? Maybe God is tapping on your shoulder. Hey. I want you to pray about that. I want you to ask about something new that you could be a part of. Um, he's putting it on your heart for a reason. I mentioned uh, softball uh, across the field, and I want to tell you a little story. Um, some of you know Babe Fellows. Uh, he was the founder and the business owner of Land, Lakes, Land of Lakes Wood Preserving here in Ten Strike. And Babe Fellows had high expectations. He wanted the uh, town to be clean. He wanted the church area to be clean. And so I'd hear from him once in a while, Andrew, talk to the kids in kids' church that you're teaching. Have them pick up around the church. Excellent. Loved it. Perfect little job that everybody could do. And I grew to love and respect Babe Fellows. So the day he called me and my brother-in-law, Andy, into his office uh, one day, I was curious what he had on his mind. Um, 
he strongly encouraged me and my brother-in-law to get something done, get something going here on the field across from the church. So we did. We got something going. And I asked before the service, uh, do you know what TSL stands for? Ten Strike Softball League, that's right. Ten Strike Softball League, of course. We got that going. And people from the church mixed with people in the community. People came from Bemidji, Red Lake, and Black Duck. We put teams together. We had trophies, friendly competition, paid umpires, food, and a lot more. It was fun, but it was a lot of work. Eventually, Andy stepped down from heading up the league with me. I found some other guys who helped spread out the responsibility. For eight years, at least, we had a great time. But I was still working here at the church. I was a children's minister. I had other things going on. And I was still filling up cups, taking responsibility. Andrew, can you do that? Yes, I can do that. I can help with that. Sure, no problem. It filled up from the Lord. This is just for the sake of time. This has nothing to do with God's capabilities, by the way. He always fills me to overflowing. Okay, I'm going to go around the corner here. Close your eyes, Ann. I'll put this back, I promise. Okay, oh, running out of time. Okay, 10 Strike Softball League wasn't getting the attention it was once getting. And, uh, you know, I, I just didn't have the time. I didn't have the energy. I, I could tell that things weren't as excellent as they used to be. And I met with my beloved Stephen Joyce, my bosses here at the church, and I was sharing it. it was, you know, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I, I can't keep up. Like, there's too many things to do. Um, what do I do with this, you know? And Steve says, Andrew, we don't want to talk about burnout. We don't want to burn people out. Well, I was feeling close to burnout. And uh, so we talked about all the things, the responsibilities that I had. And I shared some of the challenges with the 10 Strike Softball League. And uh, the thought came up as we prayed and talked about it. Andrew, maybe it's time to be done with the 10 Strike Softball League. Uh, well, what else? What about, what about the kids? Well, we can't, uh, can't do less stuff with the kids. By the way, I had a baby at this time, 2006, and that changed my life. You know, that was a lot more responsibility. But Stephen Joyce was suggesting that I give up the 10 Strike Softball League to let it go. Um, that wasn't easy. That was something that I was so excited about. That was like my baby, like my thing. It was like, man, that was fun. That was all the people in the community. Seriously, you want me to give that up? You want, you know, you want that to end? At the time, we didn't have anybody that was ready to take my place or even interested. Um, that was my pride. That was my hard work. Well, was it about what I wanted? Or am I trying to do what God wants me to do? 
<sighs> that was so hard to give up. But we did. We moved on. You know, there were memories. Sometimes there's a season for things. And that was an excellent season. It was so much fun. But I had to move on. Had to change my priorities. Priorities changed. Another thing about me is when I start something, when I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it no matter what. And I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to get it done. And I'm going to get it done the next day and the next day. And sometimes, you know, there's, there's a season for those things. There's a time to, to move on. There's a time to let things go and let things die. But through all that process, I had to learn. Why, why was I so attached to softball? Why was that league such a big thing to me? Uh, why do I do anything that I do? Why do I choose my priorities? Is it to make myself happy? Is it to make other people happy? And tell me, Andrew, you're doing a good job. Here's a pat on the back. Is it to make God like me more? Because I'm doing this for him. It's a good ministry. Well... The one who knows me best is the one who loves, loves me most. What do I have to do to make God love me? Nothing. God loves me just the way I am. I am his beloved. I can give up some of these things that I'm doing to try to win his approval or the approval of others. The approval of others isn't as important as what I thought it was. My identity is in Christ, and he loves me completely. Maybe I need to try less and be his more. Let God lead me. So sometimes things don't get done. Maybe they don't need to be done. Maybe the right person hasn't been found yet to take care of those things. Maybe it's something like the dishes. Like, I, the dishes aren't that hard. It's a lot of work, but even I can do the dishes, okay? We got a pretty cool uh, commercial dishwasher. If you haven't used it yet, I'll show you how, okay? The most important thing, and if, Bailey, if you can get Philippians 4, 6 ready for us, stay tuned to him. If you want to know what God's priorities are, you need to ask. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. God has done some amazing things through me and through you and in this church. And it makes me so thankful when I'm running out of time, or when somebody asks me to do something, I'm going to check with the Lord. Uh, you may ask me today, Andrew, can you help with such and such? And if I say, let me pray about it, let me think about it, don't be too hard on me. I'm serious. I want to pray about it. I don't want to get myself committed to something that I'm not going to be able to fulfill. On the other hand, maybe God's changing me. Maybe you and I see the same thing, and I'll be like, yes, let's do it. But I want to check with him first. I want to check. I want to pray about it. Does God want us to pray about those little things? Will he answer us? 
Yes, he will. He's not going to put a big writing in the sky, 10-strike softball league is over. Andrew, get over yourself. God leads us through his Holy Spirit, and I'm so thankful that he is helping me to watch my priority pictures. The cool thing is, if, if it's not all about me, there's other Christians, right? There's other people in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Because I can't do it all. What about these things that aren't getting done? Hey, glad you're a part of our church family. Oh, you want to get involved? Awesome. Let me tell you about some cups here that are still empty. We need people here at Tensory Community Church. We need people to make lunch. How many of you love the Latino food that's about to be served here? Oh, man. Those Latinos are gifted. You're going to be happy I'm not making lunch today. She knows. She can say that. You can join in if you need to. If you're cruel, I'll only receive what the Lord has for me. That was from the Lord right there. Okay? And now there's more cups getting filled because we have other believers that are helping. Hallelujah. This is so good. This is our church body. We're growing. There's more things happening. And as you spend time in your families, in your work, in your community, and of course here in the church, we're going to be doing the things that God wants us to be doing. We're going to be accomplishing his kingdom work. Be sensitive to how the Holy Spirit is leading you. I could do, okay, whoops, getting ahead of myself here. Um, I couldn't find pop that wasn't good, okay? Uh, root beer, in my opinion, is good, even if the fizz is all gone, because it tastes like sugary syrup, and I'm that kind of person. But you could tell the difference between flat pop and fuzzy pop, okay? Uh, the softball league, for example, was still a good thing. It's just possibly the Holy Spirit had moved on to other things. It's, first of all, you know, I needed to check that for my own life. But uh, you could tell, behind the scenes especially, that things weren't as excellent as they used to be. If we could uh, look at Romans 16, 19... By the way, I can't find this version of this verse anymore. There's several songs that say, Be excellent at what is good. Be innocent in evil. I can't find that. I'm not sure how this was translated in the Greek, but now it says be wise in what is good. But I want to be excellent. I want to be wise. I want to do my best for the kingdom of God. And I, I know that I can't do everything. Um, it's possible if somebody takes one of these other responsibilities of mine, um, you know, it, it's happened in kids' church and other areas, they might do a better job than I did. No pride in that. That's great. Um, I have helped with lunch before. I've just never been in charge. Okay. But we all can help. We all can do a part. And we need to make a way for other people to be involved. If somebody else wants to come alongside of you, help you, maybe eventually take something over that you're doing, let God lead. Um, so 
I am doing, I, it's possible that I am doing things that someone else could be doing. If I'm just filling in for a time, that's fine for now. But I don't want to be the bottleneck that's holding other people up from doing what God wants. I also need to make sure I'm taking care of my family. I don't want to be doing a disservice to my other priorities in life. Uh, Joyce Myers has a teaching about being busy. And she says it's easy to fill our lives with busy things. There's always good things to do, right? And we can get busy. Uh, she doesn't like being accused of being busy. And you might say that she is because she has a lot going on. She likes to say, my plate is full. I'm doing fruitful things for the kingdom. I don't have time for little busy distractions that would take me away from what God has for me. My priorities are in him and my plate is full. I'm sorry, I'd like to help, but my plate is full right now. I can pray with you about what you want me to do, but I'm trusting the Lord to lead me. And so I like to say that. People, Andrew, you, aren't you busy? Or do you, you look busy to me. Well, maybe, but my plate is full. I'm, I'm doing what I believe God wants me to do, and I'm going to keep it up until he tells me different. Um, that's a nice way of saying no, I'm not going to do what you're asking me to do right now. I'll, I'll pray about it. I'll, I'll consider those things. Um, but uh, maybe someone else will, be, will take that responsibility. It's important for me that I focus on things that are fruitful, including downtime. Did Jesus have downtime? Yes, he did. He did. He walked away from the people, went alone to pray. And that's important. If you want to know what God wants you to do, you better be talking to God about it. I think I know sometimes what God wants me to do, but I need to make sure that I'm doing exactly what he wants. Uh, Self-care, time with our family, our spouse, time alone with God. Um, again, I can do things just to fill in for times. The goal is to find people that are good and enjoy what they do. Um, sometimes people are good at one-on-one -on -one things. I'm good at putting events together sometimes. I think of uh, archery that we had here at the church. Uh, Darwin Jacobs is an excellent archer, and he loves kids. And so the team, well, maybe, and I, I can't remember all the details, talking to Pastor Steve, hey, let's do something for the kids. Let's, let's do some archery stuff. And uh, so I did the event organization stuff because I'm a terrible archer. Um, and Darwin did the archery stuff. And so that took that team to put those priorities together. The responsibility wasn't just on me. I was sharing it with Darwin, and it was excellent. We had a great time. Um, if you're new here at the church and you don't know what your part is, that's okay. If you're interested in helping out sometime, just ask. We have lots of ways that you can help on Sundays, Wednesdays, during the week. You could help once a month, once a quarter. If you're a leader type person, you, we may have something to put you in charge of. If you're a great helper, believe me, we need help anytime we have something going on. Love to have you join us. Um, as I was uh, prepared, doing some stuff last night, I uh, 
realized this morning that I had to make a confession. Sometimes things just need to get done. Last night, I was fine-tuning what I was going to share this morning. It was getting a little bit late. I was getting this sermon ready to share with all of you, such an important, lofty thing that I was doing. My lovely wife, Sarah, said, Andrew, the lamp is broken. We have guests coming over today. The job would take about five to ten minutes. She has no idea until right now that I'm, what I, the fleeting thought in my mind was, is that really a priority? Stupid lamp. It's not important right now. It just really quick, just in and out, was gone, okay? Because <laughs> I jumped up, stopped what I was doing, fixed the lamp with a good attitude. You didn't even know I had that thought, did you? No, it was there. But I, you know, that, is it important to take care of the little things in life, especially when it comes to relationships? Absolutely. Five to ten minutes, done. Priority. And all of this, my encouragement to you is be sensitive to God's leading. God will lead you through his spirit. What is your priority picture? How are you dumping out your priorities, your energy, your gifts? They will make a difference. They have made a difference. They will make a difference in the future. We're going we're to get to heaven someday, and I want God to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Um, if you're a yes person, practice saying no to things that might be extra busy things that aren't a priority. Don't immediately say no to your wife if it doesn't seem like a priority, okay? But if you're a no person, be open to some small ways or some big ways that God may want to use you in kingdom work. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your leading. We need you today, now more than ever. There's so many voices. There's so many things in this world that need to be done. Lord, we're thankful for the body of Christ. We're thankful that we come here to build each other up, to grow together, to learn together, to love each other. Lord, as we consider what you have in store for each one of us, Lord, we're open. We need to know what you have for us, Lord. We will take the time to get away with you. We will let you lead us. And we're thankful that as we follow you, Lord, you fulfill us. We will be in the purpose. We'll be in the groove. We'll be in our sweet spot, Lord, as we're using the gifts that you've given us, Lord. And we look forward to um, better days ahead. In Jesus' name, be with us this week. And today, bless the food to our bodies and our fellowship together. In Jesus' name, amen. I count on one thing. The same God that never fails. 
Working all things out. You're working all.